Tandem Nomads, episode 175. You will start seeing results in your business and attract clients and make money when you start debunking all your fears and limiting beliefs around sales. And in this episode, I want to bring to you some practical guidance to help you convert your marketing efforts into sales. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. Today, I want to talk about something that I know stops a lot of solopreneurs from succeeding in their business, which is the fear of selling. I know that it can feel very intimidating to approach clients and try to promote your product or service. So today I want to offer you some tips to help you First of all, debunk some of your feelings towards selling, but also make it a little more natural to you and a little more authentic. So I am going to share with you the three tips, the three rules that will help you do that. But know that in the show notes of this episode, I also have a workbook for you with some exercises to help you go through that. So go to tandemnomads.com slash 175 to download my 3C system workbook where I take you step-by-step through the important foundations to build and grow a successful portable business as well as build a marketing strategy that allows you to convert your efforts into clients. Go to tandemnomads.com slash 175. In the previous episodes, I have shared with you the importance of having clarity around the foundations of your business and then making sure that you are very consistent with your marketing strategy. So make sure to check those episodes because for these tips that I'm going to share with you today to work, you're going to need to start with the start, make sure that you have clear foundations and that you're consistent with your marketing efforts. Once you do that, only then you can start building that marketing funnel that helps you attract your audience and then convert them into clients. So once you have done that, here are the three rules for you to help you sell effectively. The first one is that you need to create an irresistible offer. You need to be very good at the way you package your offer, but don't get too intimidated with this term, irresistible offer, package your offer. What I mean here is simply that you need to be very clear about what is it that you're selling and make sure that you explain what problem you're trying to solve with it and what are the results that you can obtain for your clients. I have been mentioning this term in multiple episodes, which is the transformation that you provide. So for you to be able to market and sell effectively, you need to describe the transformation from A to B very clearly. A being the problem and the pain points that your client experience, B being the results they get. And from A to B is the process that you provide and that you sell to take them from A to B. 
So you need to be very clear about that. Now I'm going to list the things that you need to validate through the process of selling. In fact, once you have a potential client in front of you, or if you have a document or a sales page or a web page where you are trying to sell a product or service, you need to take them through this following process that I am going to describe to you. And you will find it described as well in details inside the workbook of this episode. So the first thing you need to do is to make sure that you validate the pain points that you are showing to your clients either by talking to them or by writing it in the description of the product that you know exactly what they are experiencing that you really know what are their challenges and how they even express them using the language of your clients is going to be very very key here to be effective at this and make sure to check those previous episodes where I talk about this in details the second point here is to then explain the process of how you offer to solve that problem. So here you want to be very clear about what is your offer including and how do you take them from A to B. And then once you've done that, you want to validate the desired results of your clients. You want to make sure that you know what are their expectations, but also what are the ultimate feelings, emotions, but also experiences and tangible results that your clients are expecting at the end of this process. But also, what do they ultimately in general wish for and look for that you can provide? And here is my fourth point that a lot of people tend to forget. And this one is the most crucial one. And this one is actually the one that makes a difference between a good sales person and somebody who's struggling with selling. It's the importance to know, anticipate and answer the objections of your clients. So here you are going to have to do your homework to actually Talk to your clients before you start selling your products. Do your market research and understand what is it that stops your ideal clients from investing in the type of product or service that you offer. So once you've done that research, you can then list those objections and work on what are your answers to those objections. So make sure to do that homework and take the time to reflect on those objections so that you can anticipate and answer them before even your clients give them to you. And the final crucial point here to make your offer irresistible is to also make it easy for your clients to take action. I am very surprised to sometimes see how the procedure to sign up to a product or service is so complicated that at the end we just give up. So make sure that your offer is easy to understand through the process I just explained, but is also easy to take action on. Make your, for example, links easy to read or remember. And there are some technology that can help you do that. So, for example, instead of having a complicated long URL for people to go sign up, make sure to then just send them to a link that's easy to remember. For example, I have a course 
that's called the Portable Business Accelerator. And when I was promoting it, instead of sending to that long, complicated sales page that I had, I made sure to redirect the sales page to a simple page that was called tandemnomads.com slash PBA. And that way, it was very easy to remember once the clients were ready to take action. Also, there's another thing you can do to incentivize fast action takers is to create a bonus and give an extra benefit to those who take action before a certain deadline. For example, you could have an early bird fee for those who take action very quickly. So this is really crucial for you to start really having quick results instead of waiting for people to take action and to think about it and to come back. And by the time they think about it, they might just forget about it. That is why I always recommend to have an extra incentive for people who take quick action. But now that I explained with you those key points that you need to prepare to sell properly and do it effectively, but also authentically, because once you do that, you're not selling, you're just exposing and explaining, but you are doing it in an effective way that your client knows right away if this is the right thing for him or her. But here is the key secret to selling that I've learned when I was selling door to door. For you to start bringing up the price and bringing up the call to action to actually buy, you need to first get three validations or three yeses from your client. And this can happen through a conversation when you have your client hand in front of you when you're selling or through a document or a sales page. What do I mean by that? When I explain to you the list of things you need to prepare, you need to write it in a way that your client actually says, Yes, this is me. Or yes, this is exactly how I feel. Or yes, this is exactly what I want. So here are the three confirmations you need to have when you explain your offer. You need to first have your clients confirm that this is the pain points and the challenges or the problem they want to solve or the desire that they want to solve. The second yes is the results. You want them to actually confirm that this is the outcome that they're looking for. The final yes is either related to the objections that you are replying to or to new information that you have if you are in a one-on-one conversation with somebody. So make sure to have a final yes that helps your client say, actually, this is exactly what I want. So here, it's basically the final yes is the yes that leads to taking action by saying, for example, is this something that will help you solve this problem? If the person says yes, then that is what the transition that you need to then go to the price and show them how they can take action. No matter which yeses you want to focus on, you need to Think about it strategically when you write your copy of your sales page or your documents or when you talk to your clients. Be very strategic and making sure that throughout your quote-unquote sales pitch that you spend more time making sure that you get validations before you speak about buying or about the price. The price only comes once you have had the validations from your customers. And by the way, if you are face-to-face with a client, 
presenting your offer, make sure that you spend more time asking questions that will lead you to validate those different points and get those yeses than selling. Selling is about listening. And the more you ask questions through the process, the more it will lead you to have the information you need to first of all, know if indeed this is the right product or service for your client. You want to make sure that it is the right product or service if you want to sell authentically. So by asking genuine questions, you will be able to really come across as somebody who really cares for your client and your client will see it and feel it. So ask a lot of questions and by asking those questions, you will be able to naturally validate if this is the right product or service for your client. And when you do that, make sure that your client confirms to you that information back. For example, by saying, I have the feeling that you are struggling with this and this. Or I have the feeling that if you're stuck with this is because of this. And ask that question. Is it correct? Am I wrong? Or tell me where am I wrong? And listen to the answers. So keep building up the conversation that leads to then those steps validate the pain points, explain the process, validate the desired results, and anticipate an answer to the objection, and finally make it easy to take action. And my dirty little secret here was to make sure that you have at least three yeses or validations by your potential client throughout this process. Now the second point is to plan and measure your sales goals effectively. One of the biggest reasons that solopreneurs fail at selling is because they do not plan their sales and do not have a plan to reach those goals. So make sure that you are systematically sitting down and planning your sales for the year, for the quarter, for the month. If you are proactively thinking about, okay, how much money do I need to make this month? And what am I going to do to reach those sales? You will see that naturally you will start building those habits that will lead you to selling. In the workbook, I give you some questions that will help you plan your sales and your goals in a strategic way. But also know how many people you need to reach out to for you to reach the goals. So make sure to go through that exercise in the workbook of uh, this uh, show notes. You will find it on tandemnomads.com slash 175. And I take you through step by step through that exercise of how you can plan your sales and your goals in a strategic way. But the key is really about knowing how much revenue you want to make and then figuring out how many leads does that represent. So I'll take you step by step to figure that out and how to plan it. But here is the other key secret that I've learned from this process when I was selling door to door. And that experience has been so powerful for me. In fact, the biggest thing that a lot of people fear is rejection. And tell me, Nomad Nation, is that something that stops you from approaching people? That fear of having people telling you, no, sorry, this is not for me. And here is the one big thing that shifted everything for me, is to realize that you need to flip the script. Because the more rejections you get, 
the more sales you will make. It's the fact that you need to trust in the big law of probabilities. The more you reach out to people, the more you will sell. But for you to be able to sell, you will need to accept to get some rejections. So instead of looking at how many great sales you can make, focus on getting a lot of rejections and just embrace it so that you can then realize that the more rejections you get, the more chances you will sell because it means that you have reached to enough people for you to be able to make sales. That's a huge mindset shift that if you embrace it will change everything for you. Everything. I truly believe in that. If we embrace rejection, we will be able to be better at serving our clients and better at selling and better at showing them the benefits of the product or service that you're selling. All right, so the dirty secret number two here is trust in the law of probabilities and flip the script because the more rejection you get, the more sales you will make. The third rule here for you to be able to convert your marketing efforts into sales is to nurture your clients and keep listening. This is one thing that I really want to insist on. A lot of people think that marketing stops when you sell. Actually, no. The most powerful part of your sales strategy is after the sales happen. So think about your onboarding experience with your clients. What are you doing to give them the best experience possible? Also, are you keeping listening to your clients while you work to them? Are you seeing where they're still getting stuck? What are the challenges they still have through the process of using a product or service? What are the things that you can improve? Always ask for feedback and know that you don't need to be perfect. It is okay to sometimes realize that whatever you offer is not providing 100% satisfaction. What will really help is to show to your client that you're listening and you're trying to adapt and to course correct whatever challenge you're going through. It's not about being perfect with your clients. It's about showing them that you're listening, paying attention, and really being there for them And once you have served them, then you can also put an effort at collecting their feedback, but also getting their reviews and their testimonials, because those are going to help you to attract even more clients. But also, the more you focus on getting them great results and making them feel supported and listened to, this will encourage referrals and word of mouth. So make sure that you put a huge effort once you sell to your clients into nurturing them and making sure that you make them want to come back or refer you. So the dirty secret number three here is that marketing does not stop when you sell. You need to think of marketing as serving. It's part of your service to market in an authentic but also in a way that really shows that you care for your clients. And by doing that, you then take off that pressure of selling because you know that deep inside what you're doing is serving even when you market and promote your services and products. 
All right, now, Nation, I hope that these three rules have helped you reflect about the way you're doing business and the way you are perceiving the act of selling and marketing and hopefully getting more comfortable with the fact that selling is not something dirty. It's not something that should make you uncomfortable. And the opposite, it's your way to connect in a meaningful way with your prospects when you do it right. So make sure to listen to this episode if you need to again and download the workbook that will help you practice and do some of these exercises on tandemnomads.com slash 175. I look forward to hearing your feedback. Please reach out to let me know how this was helpful to you. You can find me in the Facebook group of Tandem Nomads or any social media platform. You will find all the links in the show notes of this episode. Thank you again for listening and for your time. It means the world to me that you take the time to listen. See you in the next episode and stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.